Keeping It Real with Janine, your guide to living an authentic, healthy life. Thank you for joining me for an informative conversation to help you access your intuition with Kelly Smith. Kelly, do you go by Kelly T. Smith or just Kelly Smith? Yeah, Kelly T. Smith. Okay, then I will say with Kelly T. Smith. Kelly T. Smith is a mind, body, and wellness practitioner with certifications in life coaching and hypnotherapy. She has been trained in a wide variety of holistic healing modalities. The list is really quite long, so I'm not going to go through it, and we'll probably touch on some of them while we're talking anyway. Her mission in life is to help you realize your fullest potential, find your hidden gifts, and break free from limiting beliefs that keep your true self hidden. The answers you're looking for lie within you if you know how to connect with your deeper self and access your intuition. Hi, Kelly. How are you? Welcome. Hi, Janine. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I'm glad we've connected. Uh, I, I love your work. I've been, I've been looking at it and playing around with it before our conversation, and it seems to me like you're quite gifted. So I think this will be a fun conversation. Thank you. Now, you've created the Intuitive Life Coaching Oracle, and I know you have others too, which we can talk about. But first, I'd like to hear how you became interested in holistic healing modalities. What what kind of prompted you to get into this area? Um, So it really was a self-healing journey for me at first. <laughs> it usually <laughs> is, I find. <laughs> yes. And there were so many different things that happened that were leading me down this path that I didn't even know it. And oftentimes we go through this place of feeling emptiness and we feel like, you know, nothing is working the way it used to or things that once made us happy don't make us happy anymore mm-hmm. or we're just feeling lost. And I've, in my own personal journey, when we're feeling lost, that's a call to to really listen, to go within, to figure out what it is we're not listening to or what it is we need or what it is that's kind of breaking down or breaking away that no longer serves us. And for me, it was work-related because after I had my two kids, first I had a kind of a spiritual awakening thing happen with my daughter where um, when I was pregnant, I was really, really sick. And then I had a futuristic dream of her in the future but I didn't, but I didn't even know I was having a daughter, but I could see her so clearly. And then after <laughs> I had her, I had, um, I had depression and I was really mm. struggling with that. And I tried, um, um, my doctor put me on something that just, just didn't like work for me. Mm-hmm. And I just went down this path of trying everything I could to discover and learn how to heal myself naturally. And, through the self-healing journey and part of healing yourself is is also looking at, you know, the overall decisions you're making, you know, mm-hmm. what is most important to you and, you know, living your life from an authentic place. And so I'll, I just kept more and more like doing this self-healing and exploring and going deeper into it. And as I was, my intuition was opening up more and more. I, I went through a spiritual awakening And a spiritual awakening is a lot like a dark night of the soul where you feel lost and you feel disconnected in regards to, 
you know, just life in general, and you go on a healing journey or a rediscovery journey to reconnect with source, God, the universe, your soul, your inner self. And through mm-hmm. that self-healing journey, I decided to go to school. And and then it, it was all just leading me to where I was supposed to be. And as soon as I started to, you know, learn about life coaching and other things, um, I would practice with people and then my intuition would just really open up and I started getting guidance more and more and I started getting guidance in my dream. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's kind of the backstory of, of how I came into this, um, but just continually honoring and trusting this, you know, uh, one, w- one step after the next, like mm-hmm. it just kind of unfolded. You know, I think trust is a big issue here. Um, it's interesting because I, uh, when, when we were talking beforehand, I told you I've been studying animal communication and that's one of the things I've been working with, uh, uh, farm animals, uh, a woman who has a rescue for farm animals and trust has been, you know, cause I work with the human and the animal at the same time together and, and talk about like what, what is the animal teaching the the human, right? And for her, and for a lot of people who I've been I've been practicing with, it, it trust keeps coming up, and not not so much trusting other people, but trusting ourselves yes. and the importance of that, the importance of of getting that, and that's something I've been noticing in the class that um, a lot of a lot of my my classmates are dealing with is the uh, lack of a of self-trust you know they're having a hard time trusting that what they're getting is real that what they're what they're getting they're intuiting or or you know however they're getting the information from the animal that it's accurate and that it's real and they're having trouble trusting themselves mm-hmm. absolutely because trust is the key element to being able to honor your intuition because mm-hmm. it might start out very subtle like subtle Subtle energy is like a feeling or a flutter or an instant knowing, and it's not, there's no proof. Mm-hmm. And we're, mm-hmm. we're always looking for outside validation or outside confirmation that something is true. And maybe it's because we're conditioned to kind of move through life in that way. And so we have to unlearn that because um, as we're listening to our intuition, it comes in so many different ways and there's no proof. But when you learn, you learn, how, you learn to listen to yourself and you do it consistently, you're going to get that feedback. Eventually you're going to get that, you know, if you get that intuitive nudge or that inner knowing and you start writing it down mm-hmm. and you'll start to see over time, you know, just how, how the messages come through or how the inner knowing or, or whatever, and you'll start to trust yourself. And it's really about practicing mm-hmm. at first and honoring and, and, and getting out of our head and into <laughs> yes. our heart, you know, cause, <laughs> because really our intuition, <laughs> I say that all the time. We're, we're definitely on the same wavelength. So just let me ask you, since I interrupted you, I apologize. So writing it down, that's now that's something I hadn't thought of. Is that, is that something that helped you to gain trust in, in yourself? Yes. And also I, I work with people to help them understand and develop their intuition. And so it's just, just like dream journaling, you know, cause I, I'm really big into dreams and, mm-hmm. and we don't, we won't remember right off the bat 
what what our dream was. So it's important to have a dream journal. And then over time, you really start to understand your dreams on a different level. It's very similar with intuition because in when you get an intuitive hit, first it will come in and you will be, let's say, have you ever got an instant knowing? Like you're like, we can't go that way. Mm-hmm. Something bad's going to happen, mm-hmm. you know, yep, and yep. you don't know where it came from. And then um, later on, you got that validation. But right after you get that knowing maybe 10 minutes down the road, if it hadn't happened yet, it's, you start to second guess it. You're like, Hmm, I wonder if I was just making that up or if that was in my imagination, because when our intuition kicks in, it's very instant. It's very like you just know, but then it's fleeting. It doesn't, it doesn't stay with you. And then your regular, the way you regularly use your mind kind of clicks back in. So Writing it down is going to give you confirmation over time, journaling about it, understanding just how often you were getting intuitive messages and how often those intuitive messages have been correct mm-hmm. are going to help you understand it and, and learn to discern the difference between, you know, your inner voice and maybe your, your thinking mental uh, chatter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's important. And I find too, well, for me, I don't really differentiate between whether the intuitive, I'll call them knowings, are coming from me or what I call my team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> team Janine, who's up there helping me yes. um, and uh, has has kept me safe. But I do know that the more I pay attention, the more I act on the information, the more I get, you know, the more that comes to me and And it's like, it's like when you start paying attention, you actually get more information and it happens all the time. Yes, absolutely. And also one of the things that I have noticed as I've been on this journey is that the more you have an emotional attachment to something, the harder it is to be, the harder it's going to be to be able to get an intuitive guidance. Oh, interesting. Say more about that. Yeah. So the more you have kind of an emotional attachment. So for example, if you're like, Ooh, I really, really hope I get the job, but then you try to ask, you know, any kind of inner guidance for, am I going to get the job? If you're so attached on this idea of getting it and you've already decided that if you don't get it, it's the end of the world, Mm. then you're not going to be able to allow yourself to listen or hear the messages that come through. That's why a lot of times it's easier for intuitive readers to read for people they don't even know mm-hmm. because there's no emotional attachment there. Right. Like if you have a friend that's going through something and you really want something specific to happen for them, right? Mm-hmm. And so you ask for guidance, but then because you have an emotional attachment to it, you might not get anything. Mm-hmm. You might not get any guidance. And sometimes, and this is the other thing, is that a lot of times we have to go through things. It's not about, <clears throat> it's not about controlling life. It's about really a like flowing with life, but also being able to see and understand at that and know that we're not on this journey alone and that there is this safety net of connection with our inner self, our higher self, our spiritual team. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. then learning to be able to let go of having to know, because we like to, we like to always try to steer away from our challenges, but our challenges (laughs) are what, (laughs) are what help us evolve and grow and give us the keys that we need to do something 
wonderful like a year from now. It's because right. we went through that challenge, right. you know? Yes, I agree. And, you know, what came to me when you were saying that is um, that's also, uh, I think it's it's a similar concept, what you're saying about the emotional attachment to um, if you're trying to muscle test or maybe use a pendulum or or <laughs> anything like that, where if if you have a great attachment to the outcome to the answer, you can influence it. And, and I think that's why a, a lot of people say that like muscle testing or dowsing isn't accurate because you really do have to get into a neutral place in order to get an accurate answer. I was just talking about this with my husband just last <laughs> week. Yes, because I was playing around with my pendulum and I always muscle test, mm -hmm. but I laugh and I say that whatever, you know, everything's happening at a subconscious level. And if I already decided that I want my pendulum to say yes, then it's going to say yes. Even if I didn't know I, I wanted it to say yes. It's like, there's something happening, that connection with us that's navigating the energy of the pendulum. Mm -hmm. But what I do is I, I say a prayer, I go into a meditative state and I ask my higher self and my spiritual team mm -hmm. to completely guide the energy of the pendulum. Mm -hmm. And once I get into a place where I feel neutral, it doesn't give me what I expect or what I want, and I'm not right. influencing it in the same way. But it does take a while to get to that stillness. Mm -hmm. And it's mm -hmm. the same for intuition. You have to get to a place of complete stillness. That's why meditation is so important, because meditation is emptying out mental energy. And at first, when we go into meditation, we have all of these thoughts that come up, and they start to race even more and we want to stop them. But really, we just need to let them empty out because as we empty out that mental energy, we make room for uh, that flow energy to come in, kind of that source connection. But if we have too much, you know, thoughts uh, blocks intuition and thoughts blocks, you know, just that life force energy and connection. Mm -hmm. So for people who want to develop their intuition, it's really important to learn to meditate. I myself have to meditate. And if I get to a place where I feel like I can't, then I start to feel like, feel like I'm losing my connection because I'm so much in the mental energy mm -hmm. and I haven't stopped to just empty it out so that I can just be a pure vessel for receiving guidance rather than thinking and, and thinking that I'm getting, you, you know, the difference. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The way you're explaining this, this emptying out mental energy, I'm not sure I've heard anyone else explain it quite that way. And I really like the way you're explaining it. What do you, you use for a meditation system that works for you? I'm also a hypnotherapist and I've created many different, like, um, I have an app called Spiritual Coaching Meditations and one of them has a higher self meditation. Mm -hmm. And I think for people who are beginners, um, finding a guided meditation and there's tons of free ones on YouTube, I think is just so powerful because if you don't know, like a lot of people will tell me, Oh Kelly, but I can't, I can't get my mind to stop talking mm -hmm. and I can't stop moving in meditation. And I'm like, it's okay. It's okay. Just find a, a hypnotherapy, a guided progressive relaxation to help you start to get into this place where you can wind down more and you can come into a, a complete stillness and relaxation. So if meditation's hard for you, then I would say start with a very deep kind of progressive relaxation mm -hmm. meditation. Mm -hmm. And that's going to start to get you into this place where you can you can 
quiet down more easily. And then when you go to do the breath work type meditation, and you know what I'm talking about when yep. I say breath work, mm-hmm. just breathing in through your nose and out through your mouth. That's, that is completely the, the should be the goal for everyone, you know, do the guided meditations, but it's going to help you get to the point where you can do the breath work meditation. And at the beginning, when I was doing that, you know, I'd be like, Oh, this is hard. But now I can meditate for an hour and mm-hmm. it will feel like five minutes. Mm-hmm. Whereas before five minutes would feel like an hour. Mm-hmm. So it's really about <clears throat> practicing and just getting to this place of uh, you, you just, you, as you move, you're moving energy, right? That's right. what's happening when you're, when you're meditating is that you're moving energy and you're, you're becoming more open to being able to connect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and I like, I like the way you're, um, I really like the way you explain things. It's, it's, I think it's very, very clear, you know, Thank um, you. I, and I know like with progressive relaxation, you're, so if your mind's spinning and you're having a hard time, you know, shutting down the, the mental chatter, you're, you're giving yourself something to focus on, right? That, that uh, replaces that mental chatter. And I know for me, sometimes when I have trouble sleeping, sometimes I have trouble sleeping a lot, but um, if I do like a progressive relaxation or I have a chakra clearing that I do, very often I'll wake up in the morning and I'll think, oh, how far did I get? I didn't get very far. <laughs> you know, it, it, it mm-hmm. shut down the mental chatter so that I could fall asleep. Yes. It's very powerful. Mm-hmm. Uh, what other th- ways do you, um, so it sounds like you work, do you work one-on-one with people or in groups? Yes. So I've been doing this for a while now, I'd say before my app came out in 2013 and okay. I do workshops. I've done group workshops. I do one-on-one sessions and one-on-one. I call my sessions intuitive life coaching because just like my card deck, I like to combine, you know, all the tools together <laughs> so that someone can really focus on releasing whatever's keeping them from creating the life that they want and, and they can learn to access their intuition and they can learn to gain clarity and, you know, kind of, kind of like getting out of your own way type of thing. Cause that was my biggest yep. challenge because that was always in my own way. I think that's very common, yes. uh, I, you know, or we're our own worst enemy. <laughs> yes. So and now, how do we go ahead. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, I was just thinking, and how do we get to that place where we can just learn to surrender, you know, and get out of our own way? Mm-hmm. And I think that has a lot to do with just continuing to to go into our deeper self. And when I say deeper self, I mean your your inner self, your inner compass. Um, so, yeah. So you've mentioned a couple of times apps that you've created. Maybe tell us a little bit more about that because, you know, every, most people are on their phones a lot and mm-hmm. an app sounds like something that uh, that listeners would be interested in. How how do they work? What's the what's the goal of your apps? And Awesome. So there's three different ones right oh. now and they were created through indigos.com um, and you can find them. My name's Kelly T. Smith, so... You can find them on it there, but also you can find them on my website and you can find them if you do a search. Mm-hmm. So one of them is called Guiding Light Oracles. Um, that's been out since 2015. And it's a lot like a, um, it's a lot like a, a card deck, like 
a physical copy print deck except for it's electronic so you can just kind of scroll and then ask your question and then pick the card and then you flip it and you can read the message Mm -hmm. so that's the guiding light oracle Mm -hmm. and then I also have the intuitive life coaching oracle and it's also an app and it's the same thing you just ask a question you center yourself online ask a question ask for guidance to connect with your spiritual team And then you draw some cards and um, the messages are about helping you, you know, understand the guidance that your spiritual team has been trying to get to you. And then the other one I have is called Spiritual Coaching Meditations app. Mm -hmm. And that that has a lot of different meditations for uh, there's a past life regression in there. There's a meeting your higher self meditation. There's a self-sabotage hypnotherapy session. So it's Mm. really all just a group of of of. meditations and sessions that I created to, to, they're very, uh, they're very much like my cards. So they're just, again, helping you to reprogram and, and release limited beliefs. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The meditation app sounds quite interesting. That sounds like I I would definitely be interested in that. Now, the first two that you talked about, how they sound kind of similar, how, how are they similar or different? Like how would, how would somebody, if they wanted to choose one, how, how would they decide? I love that you asked that. I've never thought about that before. <laughs> um, I guess I guess I did think about it early on. So the when I got the guidance to do the intuitive life coaching, it was after I went to school and I wanted to combine everything and my passion for self-help, obviously, and you know, helping people use the tools that I've learned to be able to create the life they love and there's all, you know, there's through relationship healing, through de- developing your inner self connection with source, your spiritual team, but, but also through manifesting and learning your own energy and your own vibration and those sort of things. So, um, that's, that's the intuitive life coaching Oracle, but the guiding light Oracle, I felt like was the next, the next step. So it's like, that was a bridge into your inner connection, Mm -hmm. but the next, the next one, which is the guiding light Oracle is just very, um, probably less, less self-help or life coaching, um, and more direct guidance from spirit. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So it sounds Mm -hmm. like, um, the, the guiding light Oracle would be more along the lines of a tarot card deck if, if, you know, in, in that sense. And the, um, oh, what's the other one called? The intuitive life coach Oracle is more of a coaching session. Yes. Yeah, I think they're both got got the tarot card element to mm-hmm, it, though. Right. Um, I actually drew a card for your audience if you'd Ooh, like me to read the message. Absolutely, please. And I want to say that the artwork is exceptional. It's really, I've never seen, I know we talked a little bit about this before, and you said that it's digital, which I was actually kind of surprised. I guess digi- digital artwork has uh, taken a, a, a big leap since I looked at it, but it has kind of this Middle Eastern to me sort of flair. It's, it's just, it's gorgeous. I just, I love looking at the artwork. It's really, it's different. It's a lot different from anything I've ever seen on a a, a card deck. And um, I think you did an awesome job with it. Yeah. um, The artist is uh, Frederick Calandini. He's the same person who created the app. So he is um, the 
founder of um, indigos.com where there's a bunch of different Oracle card authors and stuff like that. that. And so, yeah, I I had talked to him when I sent him my writing and wanted to do an Oracle card deck and told him I wanted something abstract art because I think that that's just kind of who I am and that's the guidance that uh, I always want abstract art. And so, well, you, your subconscious and your intuition then are, are interpreting what the art is for really specifically for you, as opposed to having, um, something that's more, uh, uh, what's the word I want? Um, oh shoot. I'm having a senior moment. Um, uh, lifelike. <laughs> that's what I want. Lifelike. Yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Because when you look at it, you, you can, especially when you're in a meditative state or you're centered after you drew a card and you just look at the colors and you think, you, you'll get an intuitive message like you might notice the yellow flower pop out at you or something mm-hmm. and and then start to kind of bring your energy or your awareness into your solar plexus mm-hmm. or, you know, mm-hmm. one specific because I'm really big into uh, color healing and chromotherapy and all of that, mm-hmm. too. And mm-hmm. I know how powerful color is for our own self-healing journey. So I really appreciate all of the colors mm-hmm. in these arts. Mm hmm. Yeah, I well, he's obviously very talented. Yes. So what card did you pull for us today? So for your audience today, I pulled the Positive Life Changes card. Mm-hmm. So what number um, is that? I want to look at it while you're while you're That's number 59. 59. Okay, I'm going to have to scroll. So when we get this card in the deck, it's telling us that, you know, everything that we're we're trying like cuz a lot of times we go through life and we're just like we feel so stuck. Mm-hmm. And we're like, mm-hmm. but it's divine timing. It's it. There's a specific time when everything is just going to unfold. But for a while, it feels like you're just like, you know, going through the Groundhog Day movie where everything just keeps repeating itself over and over again. I love it when we get this card because it's telling us get ready because things of everything that you've been working toward is here. So I'll read the message. Great. It says positive life changes are ahead if you choose to trust in the process. Everything is about to change for you. This could represent a birth, proposal, a job offer, a move to a new city, or an opportunity that moves your life in a completely new direction. This is a very exciting time. If you've been expecting that something is on the horizon, you're about to receive some very surprising news. Change is in the air and everything is being rearranged in your favor. This card also shows up as a reminder to go with the flow of these events it's natural to feel fear or resistance in the midst of great change, but do not let this fear or resistance keep you from welcoming what is to come. You're being asked to trust in these events. Even good change can be scary, especially when the outcome seems too far out of reach or uncertain. In times of great change, everything must fall apart so it can fall together. If you start to notice people, places, and situations leaving your life at this time, It is to make room for the new and exciting events that are on their way. Let go, allowing the process to unfold. The end result will not disappoint. Big changes are in store for you. You're being asked to surrender and have faith. You'll be pleasantly surprised if you do. And at the bottom, there's some um, coaching questions to journal on. Because again, Mm. I think that when we journal on questions, that is really another powerful way of accessing our intuition So the questions that go with this card to journal on Mm -hmm. are what positive changes are you ready for? Do you have any resistance keeping you from making these changes? And how can you prepare the way to receive these positive changes? 
Awesome. Now, I would recommend to the listeners to get a piece of paper and a pencil and write, excuse me, write these down. And why don't you say them once more, Kelly? Okay. So the coaching questions to journal on, if this card resonates for you, would be what positive changes are you ready for? And do you have any resistance keeping you from making these changes? And how can you prepare the way to receive these positive changes? Those are awesome. And I would say that anyone who's listening to this episode, this card is for them. So this is for everyone who's listening. And I think it's so appropriate because everyone is going through challenges right now. With mm-hmm. this is we're recording this in February of 2021, and with the lockdowns and all of the you know, all of the things that people are going through and losing their businesses and you know major major life changes, that this offers a ray of hope. Mm-hmm. And it is that scary that when everything starts to fall apart, that we are in the biggest, like most amazing transformational part of our life, but we can't see it mm-hmm. yet because we're right. just so scared that we're losing everything. And yes, we're losing things, but we're losing parts of our life that, you know, that's fading away because we're going into a new cycle. We're going to the next level of our, our, our spiritual journey or awareness or. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> you know, this is a scary time, but it's like, I was saying to my husband yes, just yesterday, I said, you know, we've, he and I have been saying for years because, you know, this planet's in kind of a mess and um, people need to wake up. And we've been saying it's going to take a major crisis for people yes. to wake up. It's, it just is not going to happen in a nice, soft, loving way. It's just, it's not how people change. And so I, you know, I said, well, you know, maybe this is it. You know, this is, this is how it's happening. Absolutely. Well, that's, that's really, really cool. Positive life changes are ahead if you choose to trust in the process. And for those who choose to get the app or the, um, or the, the, the deck of cards, the heart, I guess we'll call it the hard copy. <laughs> uh, that's, that's card number 59. Thank you for doing that. I, I really appreciate that. Thank you. So, um, okay. So what, what kinds of things, I have a feeling that there will be a lot of people who feel a connection with you. Um, cause I do. So <laughs> thank you. what, like what kinds of things do you focus on in your classes or, you know, um, you know, when you're working with people, say if somebody wanted to take a workshop or, or, or get some of your, audio materials or, or have you written any books too? No, I haven't, but that is definitely my next goal. Uh Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, I'm working on, I have done so many workshops in the past and I have them all recorded and, um, I'm working on turning them into self-study courses, but Mm. I would say that each one of them is really a self-healing journey because we do a lot of energy work. We do a lot of processes like hypnotherapy to release and reprogram certain things. I like to, um, you know, do classes on developing your intuition. I did a class called 
a manifesting boot camp class. And that was really, really fun. I do a dream workshops class. I like to do, um, I did one class recently called calling on the law of forgiveness. And that's about neutralizing energy that we keep recreating over and over again, the same circumstances, but we have to go within ourselves to shift that. And so I love to do those kind of classes. Would, but you, they're would all you like to self- drill down in that a little bit? The law of forgiveness? Yeah. Yeah. So actually that class, um, we worked on a lot of like past life stuff too and mm. karmic relationships. So as I, um, just kind of looking at the journey of your life up until this point and noticing where you have, like, have you ever feel like you just keep re-encountering, like if you have a challenger or a challenging type person that always comes into your life and uh, it's like the same person over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. So it's like, let's say you had a really mean third grade teacher. And then every time you challenge, every time you get a challenger that comes into your life, uh, they seem to look or feel like that third grade teacher, or maybe they even have the same name. Mm-hmm. It's like we keep we keep meeting the same people over and over and over again, and they're all playing the same role in our movie. Mm-hmm. They're all playing the same part. And the way I like to look at that is just going going back and looking what has been our our biggest relationship challenges, karmic themes, because I, I that for me, to be able to understand that is where we can look at it from a different perspective and learn the soul lesson. And once we learn the soul lesson, we can release it. We can see there's a gift in the lesson, first of all, because we always, we're always fighting the lesson or like, I don't deserve that. But even when someone is challenging us in our life and in whatever way that they're challenging us, there is something there for us. There is a, key, I like to say like a key for us or, mm-hmm. or, um, you know, like a video, I always, uh, told my son that cause he's a teenager and likes video games. And, yeah, and if yes. we look at life kind of like the video game where we're always, ha- we have to learn whatever we need to learn to get to the next level. And that's evolution. That's us, you know, really learning to evolve. And, and if, as we do the inner work and we work on our own inner self love, we work on looking at our relationship, karmic themes, and even sometimes past life energy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we, gain a new and deeper and higher perspective and awareness of, of those challenges or those relationships. And then we learn something about ourselves, and then it becomes easier to forgive because we can also, it's not, it's not always about forgiving other people. It's also about learning to forgive ourselves, mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and it's also the journey of self-love. So yeah, it's just a, it's a lot wrapped up in one class. Oh, that sounds great. I've been reading uh, quite a few books from different, uh, authors, different hypnotherapists on life, the lives between lives, between Mm -hmm. incarnations and what happens. And I've been uh, finding that quite fascinating. And it's been giving me a a little bit of a different perspective on, uh, on this lifetime and, you know, like why I'm here and how I'm interacting with the people in my life. And um, I'm just, I'm finding that quite fascinating. Do you do yeah. any any of the in-between kind of regressions? Yes, I, I have. I kind of just do whatever um, I'm 
uh, the person needs when I'm Mm -hmm. working with them. But for sure in the past life regression that I did, that's in the, in my meditation app that at the end of the past life, then you go up and you look at the bigger picture as to why you experienced, why did your soul choose to reincarnate into that lifetime Mm -hmm. so that you can then see the bigger picture. And when you get to see the bigger picture, you get to open the gift. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So I love the life in between life stuff. I know Brian Weiss is um, that's one of the books I read. (laughs) Yes. And also the forward progression. I thought that was fascinating. So yeah, to see how your, uh, well, I don't know if I want to use the word behavior, but you know, your, the way, your way of thinking, your behavior, how that influences your, your future in this life or in future lives. And if you change that, how that influences the, we'll call it the, the probable, you know, the probable path that you would take. Quite Mm -hmm. interesting. So is that kind of like, um, like future projection or is that what is that, or quantum jumping? Well, it's, um, I'm trying to think, I've been reading so many things. It's, which book was that one in? Hmm. Let me. No, I love it. I love it. Yeah, it's because I did read Brian Weiss's and then I read, uh, who's the other one? I'm like, while we're talking here, I'm looking at my Amazon orders to see if I can, (laughs) if I can find, because Brian Weiss's, I just finished that. And then I just started another one that, um, my sister was recommending. Um, oh, what's his name? Okay. We're going to, I'm just going to like hold the recording for a minute. I'm going to go get my iPad. Hang on. Okay. Because I think this is interesting. I do too. I think it's helpful for people right now. Yeah, I thought the progression part was really neat because he was saying that um, like some people go go like hundreds of years ahead and um, and he's saying that it it what did he say? He said that it it uh, the, the probabilities depended on not just on that person, but sort of on, on the direction that, you know, humanity had mm-hmm. chosen to take as a whole um, destiny of souls, Michael Newton. Ooh, I love it. Yes, because it's all based on this idea that there is no such thing as time and everything is happening simultaneously. So whatever you affect from the future affects the now, whatever you affect in the past affects the now because there's only now. Right, right. And I believe he's not alive still. I think Dr. Weiss is still alive, but I don't think uh, Michael Newton is. And then the other one, my sister just took a workshop with him, a Robert Schwartz. The, your soul's gift, the healing power, uh, uh, the healing power of the life you planned. So this I love. I'm very, very big into this. So this would be soul contracts type mm-hmm. things. Yes. And actually a card in one of my decks called the soul contracts. So yes, I love this. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yes. Um, I was looking, should I read that card? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Oh, okay. It's on my app. That one's actually coming out in um, August of this year, August 31st. Oh, okay. So it's it's in the, the, the guiding light one. It's kind of in the process of being um, printed and stuff right now. So that's exciting. So that's, so what you're, I think if I'm hearing you correctly, it's an app. It's only an app right now, but it's coming out in the printed version in August. Yes. Okay. And it's, it's the guiding light one and it's um, currently going to be out August 31st. Okay. Great. 
But if people want it now, they can get it, use it as an app. Yes. It's so nice though. I, you know, I don't know. I, for me, I get so tired of being on screens and on computers. I really like, uh, I really like the tactile, <laughs> you know, being able to hold a card or a book. I mean, I don't mind reading on Kindle, but every once in a while, I really want a paperback. <laughs> yes. No, I agree. I'm so grateful. And it's a dream come true that they're in print mm-hmm. for sure. Because I think it brings a whole nother di- level of connection yes. when you can hold the cards and draw them in. And yes, it's, mm-hmm. it's important too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I but agree. I found the card. Okay, great. Um, it's, it's called Soul Contracts. It says, before you were born, you agreed to partake in specific experiences that assist in the evolution of your soul. The human mind tends to try to understand its experience and therefore make false conclusions and assumptions in order to satisfy its needs for understanding. This card comes to you today because you may be having a hard time understanding your life circumstances. You could be confusing your situation by comparing your life to others around you. It's important for you to understand that your life in its entirety is a beautiful co-creation between you and spirit. What you believe is bad about your life is actually the colors that your soul requested for this particular experience. If you grew up in a dysfunctional family, you might try to define your experiences as unfortunate when in actuality you contracted to have these experiences with these particular people, souls at this time. You have specific things that you set out to learn and experience for your soul's evolution. There is neither good nor bad. There is only experience. As you begin to see the beauty in all that you have experienced, you can let go of these false assumptions that are causing you the unpleasant emotions of pain and grief. Even though you have contracted certain experiences for your soul's growth, you also have free will. Free will. It's how you choose to respond to the events that create your future. There is a blessing in the life that you have been given. No matter how challenging it seems, you can create even more beautiful colors from the palette that your soul offers. What colors you choose to create with is entirely up to you. Mm, Nice. Nice. And it's my, I really like that. It's my understanding that if you have a particularly challenging life, it's because you chose that and you knew that you would be able to handle it. But it's, it's, it's like you wanted to grow quickly. You, you chose not yeah. to have an easy life because, you know, there's something you really wanted to accomplish. There's something, you know, that you, something that you wanted to do or, or like I said, grow faster through, through challenges. Yes. It's almost like you chose to kind of like, Yes. Excel, you know, move, move through, like kind of deal with a lot all in one life, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. um, and move through it pretty quickly. And so I 100% agree with that. And it's my understanding too, that oftentimes this is from reading all these books. And so, you know, guys, if you're interested in this, grab some books and, um, you'll find it very fascinating, but that oftentimes if somebody has a particularly challenging life, they might choose to have an easy life next time just to give themselves a break. <laughs> yes. 
I know it's, it's, it's amazing from our soul perspective, our human experience is so much different. Like, and that's why I think it's so important to develop that connection with your inner self and your soul is because as you, as you do develop that connection, um, life isn't, we don't see the things the way we used to see them. Like we don't, we don't see people as like, for example, there could be someone that maybe you don't get along with in this lifetime that, that you have, but when you meditate and you connect with their soul, there's a profound love there for you. Like the, you, you know, their soul loves you, but in this lifetime, you're thinking they don't love me. They did all these mean things to me or whatever. And I always go back to this and especially in meditation, this, that, 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 that soul or that challenger is just playing the role that I wanted to, that I needed them to play for me to become who I am becoming. And as we let go of kind of this idea that it's a bad thing, mm-hmm. then we just, that, that's the evolution. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I it, that's interesting because I was just thinking the same thing. So, so if because that's really helped me a lot to have the perspective that we're all playing our roles, like like this is a, a a movie or a play, and and it's not that that person is a bad or an evil person. They're cho- they've chosen a difficult role to play, maybe because for who knows whatever reason they they needed to do that. But when we're all on the other side, it's, it's all, it's all love. It's all, it's like, this is a, what's the word I want? Maybe you can help me, but you know, this is a theater down here, right? (laughs) Yeah. This isn't, this is the illusion, (laughs) actually. This isn't really, this isn't reality as we think it is. This is more like the theater where we've chosen our roles and we've chosen, um, to to play them out for you know whatever our reasons are because sometimes when I think of some people are are, are like I don't want to say evil but you know it, it's they're not coming from a place of love or they're deceitful or they're dishonest and I I what I've been doing is kind of flipping that to well that's the role they chose to play this time and it Absolutely. kind of lets me you know it lets me let it go and not get not get hooked. And also when we look at the role that they're they're playing it's because they're teaching us something and we have to ask ourselves what what am I learning from this what are they teaching me because once we learn it the person just disappears like this is what's so fascinating to me is that when we stop running from our challenges and we learn something and and it could be oh we feel like so and so um is always you know, mean to us. And, and maybe in that moment, they're teaching us to use our voice. But if mm-hmm. we continue to not use our voice, then we're going to continue to run up against those kind of people or that person in particularly. And then once we learn that, once we, we cultivate that, then it's like all of a sudden they're not challenging us on the same thing anymore because the shift is, comes from within us. It's not them. And once we make the shifts, then the people that that are around us, they shift or they just kind of move on. It's very interesting. Right, right. But the change is coming from us. It, it's funny. We were yes. just talking about this last night with animals, how it's not uncommon when you communicate with an animal and they're human together that the behavior changes in a really positive way. But is it that the animal has changed or is it that the human has changed? <laughs> 
Yes, it's the human because animals are so, so empathic, you know, um, dogs and cats and in different ways are the cats are super intuitive and dogs are super empathic and they're always mirroring back to us what's going on within us. I think the closer we are to a specific animal, the more they're just mirroring back to us. If, if something's wrong with them, they're a lot of times showing us that something's wrong with us mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we don't even know. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's funny. Karen and I were just talking about that last night when we were we were working with some of these farm animals together. And uh, uh, she was saying how she'd had such great success with some behavior changes with some pets. And 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 she had the the knowingness to say, you know, she said, I think it's the human changing. It's not that the animal Mm -hmm. uh, needed to change. It was that the human needed to change and the animals responding to that. Yes. I think that's the secret of life because (laughs) as we do the inner work and we shift from the inside, the outside shifts, Mm -hmm. it doesn't happen beforehand. Yep. And, and let me say, I'm working on that (laughs) myself and it's, it's not, you know, you make it sound, uh, and and, and this isn't a criticism at all, but you make it sound like it's easy, right? But it, it can be very challenging to, to, you know, project your, you're looking at someone who's really irritating you and and you've got to go inside. <laughs> yeah, I think that the simplest concepts are oftentimes the mo- the hardest. Mm-hmm. So they sound simple, but mm-hmm. it isn't until we apply them and we work from that place. I mean, that's kind of what my work is always about inner work. Mm-hmm. And so it's just become more of a comfort zone for me, almost more of a comfort f- zone for me to look within and be like, what's going on with me? That's creating the situation because I've trained myself to do that. But yeah, it took, it took a lot of time to get there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you've obviously done your work um, because it, I mean, it is actually simple, right? But it's not easy. They're two different things. No. <laughs> yeah. It's a simple, all of the simple concepts are just, uh, yeah, they're simple concepts to understand, but they're not easy to apply. Right. Right. Or they get, or, well, let's say we don't want to put that out there. They can be difficult. <laughs> yes. It can also or be easy, we can, but we make it hard. <laughs> yes, we can. We can get in our own way. Wow. Well, uh, Kelly, this is really uh, for me, it's been a delightful conversation. Is there anything that you would like to leave the listeners with? And then I, I want you to also tell people how they can connect with you. I just want to say thank you so much for having me here. I've really enjoyed this conversation and we talked about so many amazing different things. So it was just wonderful for me to be here and um, you can learn more more about me at my website. It's www.intuitivelifecoachingwithkelly.com. And I also have a spell Kelly because people do, you know, do spell it in different ways. So it's intuitive life coaching with Kelly, um, K E L L Y dot com. And what about your cards and your, um, your services? So my cards right now are, um, available on Amazon and, um, they're available at beyond words and on my website and in many different stores in print. So they're called intuitive life coaching Oracle cards, um, by Kelly T Smith. That's my name. Okay. (laughs) I I assume you put the K the T in there because Kelly Smith is, is, a fairly yeah. common name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I did. And and you said before uh, how to where to get the app, but let's let's do that again. So there actually uh, go to indigos.com 
um, is the best place unless you want to do a search on your, on your phone. But Indigo gives you, now they put all of our cards in one app, which is really cool. And you can get, um, my app for like a seven day free, free, um, uh, what's the word? Trial. Yeah, day free <laughs> trial through the Indigo's Oracle Cards app. And you can learn more about that at www.indigoes.com. Is that I-N-D-I-G-O-S? I-N-D-I-E. I was wondering. Yeah, okay. Because goes. Indigo's, Indigo's would be I-N-D-I-G-O-S, right? Yeah. Okay. So. It's Indi- yeah, INDI. But all of the, the, the um, links to that website are also on my website. So. Okay, cool. Cool. Awesome. Great. Well, this has been great fun. And um, I, I would highly recommend to people to try your cards in, in the apps and, and to connect with you because I know we're all going through a difficult time right now. And to varying degrees, some are, you know, have a much harder harder path right now than others but it's it's challenging for all of us and um, we want to do the whatever we can the best we can to keep our sanity to be of service to be helpful to others and to keep it real and and stay out of fear I think that's that's the main thing yes thank you Kelly I imagine that you had no idea when you were developing all of these things that we would be going through something like this. But um, I think that what you have is, is, is definitely useful in these challenging times. Thank you. You're very welcome. You take care. Thank you so much, Kelly T. Smith, for sharing with us your gifts and your wisdom. Remember, the podcast website is realjanine.com and as always, Janine is J-A-N-E-A-N. To subscribe to Keeping It Real with Janine, go to iTunes or your favorite podcast provider. And if you prefer YouTube, which many do, I have video slideshows of my conversations. There are some conversations that are controversial and YouTube won't put them up, but most, almost all of them are there. Do you know someone who would enjoy this inspiring conversation with Kelly T. Smith? I'm sure you do, so please share the love. We'd all appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Take care and be well.